0: episode number 5 of the Scoop Phase. I'm Zach. I'm Day Day. Uh, so this week, we didn't really have a Star City Games tournament to go over. But you know what? Wizards gave us some awesome, awesome things to talk about instead. Do you think that was planned? Do you think Star City planned that around? I think I think Wizards planned that around Star City. No, they didn't. Yeah. This has been in the work. This is coming forever. We told y'all that this was going to happen. We're talking, of course, about the big news. I personally called it. Yeah, Shock is back in M12. That is the like. Exactly. Oh my god! Shock back in M12. I'm big, so excited. Big announcement. Uh, it's like lightning bolts just lay up there, and it just Shock just makes. I mean, it, Shock can. You, get you get. know what? This is stupid. It is because Jason Stoneforge got banned. Finally, finally. I I, I agree with both of them. I was mad instantly when Jace got banned. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, he doesn't break the format, but he does." Yeah, like he does. When like I saw a report the other day, half of day or eighty-nine uh, percent of the decks in day two of the Pro Tour had Jace in them. Yeah, and you know, like eighty-six. 86- Percent of uh, all percentages are made up on the spot. No, no, this was this was true. I know. I just want to get that joke in there. Uh, either, either way, <laughs> it, I mean that's just that shouldn't happen with the deck. <coughs> that shouldn't happen with a card. That obviously shouldn't happen. I mean, let's like, talk about brainstorm, which it, is fine by me. It uh, it actually took me off guard. I wasn't really expecting Jace to get banned. But you know what? Like, it, <clears throat> I honestly think it would have been fine if Jace didn't get banned. But, like, uh, was it Aaron Forsyth that said, uh, yeah, we were going to try banning one card, but you know what? What if we're wrong? Then they'd have to make an emergency ban, and they don't want to do that. Yeah, it, it goes over like this. It's like, uh, it's like just you ban Stoneforge, and then everybody's like, okay, well, we don't have Stoneforge anymore. We'll see. We're just going to run our Callblade with Jace without... Stoneforge. It's still going to be... It'd be back to Colgo. It would lose like 20-30% efficiency, but it would still be better than every deck. Well, see, back before Stoneforge had its breakout tournament and everything, there was still Colgo at Worlds. It used the same, like, probably 50 50 cards. It just didn't use Stoneforge or any of the Swords or anything like that. So ban Stoneforge by itself and leave Jace. It's just going to go back to Colgo versus Valkit versus all this. But... What do you think the standard metagame is going to look like now? It's going to be it's going to be dirty. It's going to be cutthroat. I, I, I think with all the leaks, and we're going to get into that later, that mono red or black red is going to be fucking dirty. I and think it's, it's mono reds going to be. And dirty. then I think even Grixis is going to be dirty. I, mm, I don't think they're do uh, fixing for that. Dirty uh, uh, is. There is. There's black red. But, hey, I, but we're, we're not going to talk about that right now. Uh, if we're going to talk about. I think it's. I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be big red, mono red, tempered steel is just going to be. People are going to be sick of it within. I think five months from now, people are going to be so sick of tempered steel, no, they're going to be like, "Caulblade was so much better to no, play against. No, no, tempered is so annoying. Well,
1: well, uh, so Day of
0: Judgment's getting reprinted, so yeah. I mean, it's not a problem. But what that we're actually going to talk about that's related to Jason Ver, uh, Jason's and Stoneforges is uh, the prices that affects the legacy part, too. Uh, with Jason Stoneforge getting banned, this was what, three days ago it got banned? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, those Zach, three days. Zach was talking to me before the cast, we got to talk about Jason Stoneforge. I'm like, well, we We just, don't care about Standard. Fuck Standard. It's like, okay, uh, they got banned in Standard, it doesn't affect. Or meta games, it doesn't affect our game at all. But it actually does. Because it actually Jace, does. Jace has dropped $30 in three days. Stoneforge has dropped $10 in three days. He's, he's at 49 He's at 50 right now. Yeah, he's, he's at, at $50. $50. I would say within three weeks, he is going to be closer to $40. Um, I'm going to say 45 and that's where he's going to I think he's going to go. I think he's going to a big dip with all the mass exodus and people selling okay. them. But then all your legacy players are going to buy him up and all your EDH players and all your vintage players. are so happy. Modern players are going to be eating him alive. I'm so happy. All these cargo players are going to be go- like, you know what? Modern's coming around. I can see it in the future. I'm just going to take my cargo deck to uh, – I'm just going to take it since I can still play my Stoneforge. still play all the swords. I have better equipment to grab. And now – GT's the only other one. Jitay's banned in most of them. But no, oh was it Band and Modern? Yeah, it's Band of modern, modern and, and Modern and No it's not. It's mm-hmm. still good, like you can still go grab Fire and Ice, which is insurmountably better than yeah. Body and Mind, in my opinion. In some cases. They're they're all really good. Except for Black China. So the the cards aren't dead. They're not right. like dead to the world. More. These are still like gonna be staples in three right, formats easily. Uh like what's even more surprising is the stoneforges because stoneforges are like six bucks right now. Yeah. And you gotta think. And they were 24, four weeks ago. Uh, back when I started playing, which was Ravnica, or started Star, Time Spiral, which is right at the end of Ravnica, uh, Bob's, which Dark Confidants, were I want to say like 10 to $12. And, uh,
1: they still they, haven't
0: – they haven't dropped that much from – I don't think Bob's ever went below 10. Uh, Dark Confidants are what, like 30 now? No, nah, they're like 20, 22. Still, they went way up. Yeah, I mean – That's a 100% increase. Yeah, I mean if you th- <laughs> it's silly to think about it, but like think about a dollar card that goes up a dollar. Well, you know, think that if that card different. was $100 and it goes up to $200. I mean that's pretty ridiculous, a 100% increase. you got to look at it in those terms – Most of the time. My point is, my point is, Stoneforge Mystic will go back up eventually. Oh, Stoneforge, I can see Stoneforge going to a Bob-like number. I'm not sure about that. Because I do think it's going to be a legacy staple. Sadly, I do too. I definitely think it's going to be a modern, overextended middle ground is what I said I was going to call it. I think it's going to be a middle ground staple. I don't think it's going to be a staple. I think it's going to be a good card. Do you know how crazy you are looking at it? Everything else just outraces it. Have How he, does everything outrageous? Have you it? seen some of the results from Mr. Gavin Verhey's overextended tournaments? That's like because when, no one's playing like, it right now. Yes, no one's meta it. Yes, right they now. are. Like there's been blue white lists at three and one every time. They'll beat three scrub decks and then lose to the good one. Well, when elves are winning every fucking tournament, I'm um, not, pretty sure elves aren't winning every tournament. They are. No. Red green elves. No. They're pounding that shit. No. Okay, bit, cause you've pretty, been you've been following it more than I have. Well, first of all, there's not a winning thing anymore. He's doing them like the daily events now. It's just four rounds of Swiss, and everybody four zero gets these this amount of prizes. Everybody three one gets this amount of prizes. Pretty much anyone 4-0, 3-1 get their deck list posted on uh, overextended. That's pretty cool. I mean, I was talking to him about maybe running Sly, and he uh, he told me there was an article on his uh, page, which was pretty cool. And I like the the fact that you can just come up with these off the wall bullshit combo decks that nobody would ever even think to try playing, and you, it actually wins a game or two. Yeah, like the like the Priest of uh, Urabrask combo deck that was insane. Like infinite storm, infinite red mana. I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. I did. I did see the the red the red list he wanted me to check out and. I did see one he was talking about that, that abuses uh, Grand Architect, and that deck looks really freaking cool. It, it's got three mainboard worm coal, which, you know, I'm like, oh. But uh, either way, we digress. J Stoneforge getting banned. If you have a playset of both of these, do not get rid of them. Even if you're not a standard or a legacy modern EDH player, if you're purely standard, don't get rid of them. Hold on to them for a the, month or two, the and then legacy. sell them. Or trade them when they go back up, because everything, when it gets banned, it goes way down, and then it bounces right back up. Jace won't. Jace won't be at that. Jace will be at 80, and I'll put money on the... Jace will be at 80 before December. 20 bucks. 20 bucks? 20 bucks. How about a foil? A foil what? foil something. I'm pretty sure 20 bucks still What are we untapped here? We're not untapped, Cass. We're not making prop bets. Either Uh, way... Anyway, (laughs) it's not going to be back up to 80. I can guarantee that. I think it Max goes. is maybe I think it sixty. Maybe. Every blue deck in in Legacy that no. is a control variant no. uses it. No, it doesn't. Name one. Hive Mind. It's in the sideboard. No, it's not. Yeah. I play Hive Mind. No, it's not. Well, Hive Mind's not. It's high a combo. High. I said control variant. Okay, you want a control deck that doesn't use it? A uh, control variant. Not a combo like Mind. Not a combo like... So that one control deck? No, there's like three. Mono blue. There's mono blue. Blue white. Control. Uh, the Jace control. And then there's blue white Stoneforge Jace. Standstill Ancestral Visions blue white. That's not the same thing. One's in one deck one's in the other. Still, All of them, them st- have Jace. That's not... That's three decks. Uh, rug, no Rug has Jace no in some not. cases. And that's a combo deck. Still it has Jace. I don't care. Any deck. it's not going to make it eighty dollars. It's going to make it eighty dollars. There's four decks out of. Unless right. they reprint. How many day, how many archetypes <laughs> are there in Legacy? A billion. Exactly. Four decks running. Some. Well, what I'm saying is, unless they reprint it from the vault style or idiotically in like a. Think about how many Jaces there are right now in the four, in in standard. A ton. There's. But not in. But in six months, seven months, when everyone either puts them in that binder for their uh, world weight binder, or they... Who the fuck does that? Lots of people. No. Lots of people collect, no. play sets of cards. No. Uh, when all the vendors or are just hoarding them, they're not going to be hoarding. Uh, it'll go to 80. I promise you. I guarantee you it won't. It'll at least be over 65. No. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bet it won't go over 55. I get I get a win if a foil is over eighty. A, a win. Yeah, I get a win. Oh, are you at, talking about in our judge thing? No, no, in our thing, I get a win in the column for day day. If are, is this? In the, are we starting something right now? In our little thing here. Are we starting a day day versus Zach win thing? No. Like we like whenever you're wrong about something, I get a win. Whenever I'm wrong about no. something, you get a win. No, we're not going to do that, dude. I want to do that. It's better than our. Uh, like um and basically chart last week. Yeah, yeah. That was. By the way, guys, last last episode, I was keeping track of how many times he said those three words. I'm getting better. basically was over like ten times. No, basically it was at eight. No, I recorded eight of them, and that was like a twenty to thirty minute period, which I just didn't have a pen in my hand. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I think we can safely move on. Regardless, this is see. We're getting we're getting heated, and you know what? You have to learn to to. Focus your energy. Basic don't <laughs> Don't um, you, you you gotta know how to act and that really leads us into our next part is uh M T G etiquette. Um the last time I went to F and M, which is about two weeks ago, something happened that like really took me off guard because usually I'm around a lot of people that know how to act, stuff like that, and they don't really yeah, lose their temper that much. my were you there? Yeah, I wasn't playing, I was trading. Uh, From my experience, magic players, which seems kind of (coughs) weird to me, but magic players are not like poker players in a sense where if they catch a bad beat, they don't, like, flip the fucking table over. I've seen it. I've seen it it happen, too. And you just don't play with those guys. But, like, serious magic players and magic players that want to learn and get better, they take every game, every loss as a privilege. I know I do. When I get my ass beat, I take it as a privilege that I got beat because, one, I, I, if I misplayed, it, it stings that much uh, worse. Yeah. If if I sideboarded incorrectly like I la, did last week, mm-hmm. it hurts even that word, mu, much worse. Yeah, you just got... pretty much... I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, you got so fucking lucky, you know, I had all these in my hand, and you just got fucking, oh, yeah, you I got, man, I screwed. Yeah, See, you, yeah, you're going to have those games. Yeah, you, you're just gonna have to be able to learn to really understand what's happening, and that's what we're here for today. Is uh, etiquette for your matches? How to how to not go on tilts is what uh, on tilt is where something happens in which you throw you, you just have <laughs> e- either a tantrum or you get really down on yourself in your head and you start playing sloppy stuff like that. Now what happened at my F and M was well, we were playing round four. And I'm pretty sure if he would have won his match, he would have made top four or whatever we were playing for. And uh, he just got really mana, uh, mana flooded. And he is playing a blue white control list. It wasn't Cobalt or anything, just his own little brood, blue white And he drew probably 14 lands out of 17 cards. So now, does this person's name start with a J? No. Uh, this was uh, my friend. Uh, I call him. Oh, friend. you're going to give two examples. Hmm? I thought we were talking about the uh, Eldrazi the player that got really mad at you. Oh, no. The, I forgot about him, but I'll, I'll talk about him, too, because he's an asshole. I don't care if he listens to this or not. I'll punch him in the mouth. Away from away from judge uh, any, any kind of setting. For magic, magic setting. Magic setting. You see him at a bar. Uh, You're going to kick in the door and say, hey, you. Well, he's like 12, so I'm not going to. No, he's not. <laughs> make sure he's older than you and yeah, he's, bigger <laughs> he's, he's older but bigger in the sense that he's fatter not stronger <laughs> anyways, anyways alright this is what happened he he drew so many lands and he, he gets up and you gotta remember he's playing Jace the My Sculptures in his deck and this happened two weeks ago he gets up and he grabs his deck and he just chunks it he throws it as hard as he can now this is F&M so nothing really happens but for example if this happens at a big event you're, let, let's just say you the listener, you are doing this. You get really mad and you throw your deck. I hope you don't plan on playing for the rest of the day because that is a squalifiable offense. That is unsportsmanlike conduct major being a violent action and you will be asked to leave the venue. So please do not do this. See, what ha- I, t- I sat down with him after he gathered up his cards. He is just pretty much just furiously shuffling his deck. And I, I just brought him to the side and I was like look man, uh I I know what you're going through you're right he he's a really good player and he's right at that glass ceiling between f player and PTq player because there's different levels of magic players and I'm yeah you you can, they're, they're, I, all right, there's I used to play poker a lot Zach. yeah I used to play I basically quit't play in poker to play magic but yeah. I used to play poker four nights a week mm-hmm. and Swings will put you on tilt to where you get so angry that you you become blinded yeah. almost. Where you can't. It's like when someone slaps you. Like you got a knee-jerk reaction. You want to hit them back. And you and have you to want control it, it. And you have to control it. You want to hit them yeah. back as hard as you can. But in Magic, when someone puts you on tilt, like a lot of players get out there and they want to purposely put you on tilt. Yeah, that that's actually a strategy. And I don't like know, why you not? know you know what puts me on top is when I sit down and someone goes, you know, hey man, how's your how's your record? How are you doing? And they go, oh, I'm like X five, and then you lose to them, but they're not really X five. <laughs> You're like, why aren't you even playing? Why have you not dropped yet? But wait, why are not you playing against an X five anyway? I'm just. That, me, that up means that means you late. should have dropped already. Whatever. Anyway, but uh, someone with an accumulated amount of losses. Okay. These are the levels of Magic players, in my view. There's your casual players. Then there's your FNM players. Then there's your PTQ players, your Grand Prix players, and your pro players. I think that's all the levels. Uh, I, myself, probably I, somewhere between a PTQ and a Grand Prix player. Because I haven't won a PT, I haven't even top rated a PTQ yet. But then again, I haven't played in one a long time. Uh, Day Day, you're probably almost a PTQ player. You're, you're getting really good. You're, you're understanding the rules a lot better. So, I think I think if you were to go to a PTQ, you'd do pretty well. Probably top 32. Uh, well, it just, I mean, that's also a good thing. You can be playing against someone, and they can just be running good. Yeah. If I have, I, it doesn't matter what I do, they could just have every answer. Mm-hmm. They could have incorrectly sideboarded it and still had every answer just right there. And that will put you on tilt to where – when I used to get tilted so bad on poker, what I would do is I would set, I would get up from my chair. I would set on my chips there. I would walk outside, and I would walk around for a good 20, 15 minutes. I would just clear my head. I would think about something else completely other than poker. So – Instead of getting mad and screaming at the judge and telling the judge he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. That's a big no-no. Yelling at your opponent who's just there to have fun most of the time. also no I mean, unless you're playing against a pro who they're, they're, they're feeding themselves with his money. I mean, they're just having fun. There's no reason to blow up in them and then look like an asshole. And then no one wants to play with you. No one wants to play against you. No one wants to trade with you. No one wants to talk to you. And this trading, playing, testing is very big in Legacy. If you don't have a few people to test with and everyone thinks you're an asshole, no one's going to play with you. You're going to be sitting there fishbowling by yourself all night. And then you have to resort to cheating like a certain someone we know that doesn't want to play test. Yeah. So you just – the best thing to do is if you feel yourself getting on tilt, and you'll know when you're getting on tilt, you'll be sitting there like – Yep. fucking nothing is going right for me. Why did I even waste the money to come out here? I did all this. I did all that. It's so much waste of time. I didn't sideboard correctly. This guy's just got like an 80% deck against mine. Like You you just have to learn to just blank your head. When just that play. Happens. Just play your best. Let's, if you lose, you lose. I'll, I'll give a good example. Uh, I've only won one really big tournament, and that was a TCG player qualifier in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I was... Uh, I, lost my, I tilted twice that day, and I was able to come back from both of them. Round one, my, I, I, I was facing against my friend Joe Herod. We had a laugh about the fact that we had to play each other. I knew what he was playing. I, he knew what I was playing. He was playing garbage. Absolute garbage. He is playing a Jun deck. This was back when Jun was the standard, but his Jun deck was awful. He was playing a Rush cyclops inferno titan combo bullcrap. That seems good. No. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. Like, he'd play in, like, turn 4 rush, Madrush-Cyclops-Swing. Turn five, go. Like, he wouldn't even swing. And then turn six, Grave-Titan, make two dudes, swing with three dudes, make two dudes, go. Either way. <coughs> and I was playing uh, Velicate. I'm supposed to kill him on turn 5. He, he's supposed to be dead by turn 5. And turn 10 of game 1, he killed me. Turn 8 of game 2, he killed me. I even sided in the more sides to hit his Inferno and Grave Titans. He sided them out. He sided in something insane, and now I just got pissed off. I, I don't think I even sh- sh- shook his hand. I just signed the slip and walked off. And like, yeah, hi, Yeah, you don't want to lose a friend over a game of magic. Well, that too. Like it wasn't even like he that. He was a friend of our game of poker, real quick. Well, I mean, he <laughs> did, he knew why I was mad. He even said that his deck was janky, and he understood that I why I was mad. But you you just gotta learn how to get over it. And like, it was a really quick match, so there was a big break in between round one and round two. But, so, but, I'll, I'll agree. It, it I see what you're saying, and I'm with you. It, if you lose to something that you feel is in, in, inadequate to you. Mm-hmm. It really puts you on top. yeah like when you're like this is a buy, oh like I lost like six hundred dollars playing potland or a uh, uh, omaha hollow, and a guy pushes all in with a pot he pot 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 raises every many people will he pot raises every time he can with the stupidest shit and catches it and I'm sitting there with Perceivably, the strongest hand on the board. Like, no one. What else would have taken took, a hand further than I would have? So, and I. He flips him over, and I'm just like, I like. You shouldn't have played that. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, why? Like, so when you lose in Magic, it's even worse. It feels yeah. like because you sit down and you watch all this happen, you get mana flooded, or creature flooded, or spell flooded, and no mana. <coughs> and. They fuck you and they kill you yeah. and you just... Argh! Well, we keep giving really good examples of how, like, you tilt, but we haven't really touched on how to avoid tilting or... You can't really avoid tilting. You you're can't. going to tilt. Yeah, you're going to tilt because... You just have to learn... You get So, you, you, you put the blinders on when you're playing someone. It's like no one else matters and you're playing them. It's not even that. Like, you just have to... Like, honestly, it sounds really cliche, but just take a big breath, get you something to drink, uh, get some sugar in you. Uh, like, uh, like cash in an a sugar coupon, coupon, a what? An Ashnod's coupon. Oh, I thought you said a NASCAR coupon. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cash in your Ashnod's coupon. Just like <laughs> a lot of people, they don't drink or eat, so like before tournament, and they get like really low blood sugar. They get headaches, and that just intensifies going on tilt. But I went on tilt. I, I took a really good big breath. Got got some water. Ate a, uh, I want to say, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Smoked Cereal Bar. That was pretty amazing. And uh, next round, I just dominated, dominated, dominated. And won all the way to my last round. I couldn't draw in to the top eight. It was a winning and in, and I was facing against uh, Super Friends. It was uh, pretty much four-color placemakers. Game one, dominate. Killing on turn five. Game two... He stalls it out, and game two takes like 35 minutes. And there was two times that he top decked a Day of Judgment, and that put me on tilt. So I'm sitting there between game two and the game three. I'm i I'm shuffling like crazy because we only had like five minutes left on the round, and I, I knew this was going to take forever. Nothing went my way. So I'm on tilt, and I just had to think to myself. I was like, okay, just calm down. You got this. You can kill him on turn five. You only need five minutes. You just gotta calm yourself, take a big breath, and I presented my deck. The cuts that we both draw. He goes to six. And I'm like, awesome! He's it. And then he presents. i trip cut his deck. He goes to five, and I'm like, oh shit. Because I look up at the clock, we got two minutes remaining in the round. We haven't even started the game yet. So it's just And uh, he goes to four. And at this point, there's a judge sitting right beside us, and I'm like, judge. Uh, is there any way we can start this game? Because if he just keeps mulliganing until time, then the game's ending in a draw. And he gave us a like two-minute extension for shuffling, and he finally kept his four. And Oh, he probably would have went down to one. I don't know. Like He kept saying that he wasn't, and I, I didn't know if, like, he was lying or Of not. course you're going to say you aren't. But, um... Because, I mean, he probably had to draw to get in. No, he couldn't draw. Like, we had to play. Uh, he couldn't can get can. in if he... If we oh, tried. well, then obviously he had no reason to. Yeah, he had no reason to. Slow play. But he didn't re- want to lose. But anyway, so, I was like, I okay, I draw my sure hand, lose. and you know what? It's the god hand. I go... Like, he has all of his mana up. He has, like, three lands. He's stuck on three lands. It's turn four. And I'm like, primeval titan. And I was just expecting a flash freeze, and I was like, I was about ready just to pass the turn, and he's like, okay. And I'm like, what? You don't, you don't have,
1: you don't you have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. He, no, 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 it gets better. And I went and got my valkit and my mound or whatever, and I said go, and he was like, journey nowhere, and I'm like, all right, draw, prime eagle titan. He countered it. I was like, oh, you're saving it. It's like, all right, summoning so trap. He's like, well, you've already hit two of your Prime evils. And I'm like, all right. One, two, three, four, five. All blanks. Next two cards, Prime Evil Titan, Prime Evil Titan. And I'm like, yes! Prime Evil Titan. And he's like, ugh. So I've fetch two more lands. Next turn, he drew where nowhere's nowhere. And he's like, do you have an out? And I'm like, because the time just got called. And I'm like, yeah, I do. It's in my hand. He's like, what is it? He's like, are you done? It's like, Go. So I draw, play my land, tap a green and one, and I play back to nature, destroy all enchantments. So I got back my two primeval titans, which got me more lands, and he's just like, yeah, you got me, and scooped them up. Wow. Head. He entered his scoop phase. So how did that put you on tilt? How's oh, because he was slow in Yeah, game two, like, it just felt like such a long, draw. That's like the, one of the rudest things, too. And, and no, it wasn't even the fact that it was going slow is the fact that there was two chances for me to win if he didn't top deck that exact card he needed. And he did, both times. Like, your opponent's getting lucky. Like, oh, yeah. We'll put you on tilt. What, what about, like, perceivable bad judge calls? Well, well, Obviously, you can what always call the head judge, correct? Well, yeah, but like just talking to a judge, period, there are not really rules, but there's some guidelines to talking to a judge. Uh, judges aren't these mechanical robot people that just they don't care what you say or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, they're they're blood and flesh. I'm a judge. I'm pretty sure I'm not a be 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 okay, I know. I'm not a robot. But uh just talk to your judge. You can't especially if you're mad. If you're mad and you talk to a judge, you got to learn how to talk right. Yeah. Cuz you got to be able to talk to them and not talk at them because like judges yeah. aren't biased, but we are human and if you start Making very insulting the, gestures towards The worst towards is, us is like if like really you catch bad. your like your opponent like cheating almost like borderline stuff, and you tell the judge, "Hey, in, in front of the player, hey, he's doing something incorrectly. Could you please watch him?" And yeah. then they don't do it, or you're like, "Jesus, were you not watching that? Like when I just fate tilled him with Jace, he looked at it. <laughs> well, that, that's completely different." That's just bad. Judging. And then you go off on the judge? No, you never go off on a judge. I, I had a player ask me to watch for slow play, which is a thing anybody can do. Just raise your hand, say judge. Judge will come over to you. say, "Can you watch for slow play? This is not a offensive thing for like if your opponent asks for that, that just means he thinks you're playing slowly. Um, <coughs>
1: yeah, and, and, I, and
0: people will call a judge on you just to put you on tilt. Well, sometimes, but uh, or they'll keep continuously telling you to hurry up, hurry up. I know I do it to people. If I see them sit there, and I'm like, buddy, I I see three possible plays for you, and you're taking forever. Hurry up! Like it's not rocket science. Yeah, that puts that's people on tilt real quick. Well, yeah, but you can't really talk to a, your opponent like that. That's very. You can tell weird. them to hurry up, hurry up, please. Can you like say, hey, can you hurt, Can you play faster? And if they don't, that's when you just call it a. Ask for slow play. Anyway, so, I'm watching for slow play, and I'm watching the game or whatever, and the guy that asked me to come over uh, gets attacked by his opponent. And one of his guys was like a 7-7 with trample, and he blocks with a 2-2. And this is like a gigantic board state. He's making me watch for slow play, but the, the board state was so complicated, they had creatures like three feet long down the table. This was so complicated. And... He just like, you know what, swing out. And, he, and, like, he blocked almost everything. He's like, okay, I'll take this, 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 and that. And he's like, okay, you go to, like, uh, nine. And nobody saw the, the trample damage. And at the end of the turn, I was like, hold up, guys. Uh, you forgot the five trample damage from that guy. And, uh, I mean, that's not, a, that's not a, a punishable offense or anything. I just run them, hey, you need to take the five damage. And this was the guy Miss that called me over. Mr. Trigger, it's not, a, it's not even a Miss Trigger. Yeah. I was just reminding them. Yeah. And the guy that called me over wanted to get huffy with me. He's like, "You're not over here to watch that. I called you over here. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. I'm the judge. I can. This is my job. <laughs> I'm want, watching for stuff. I want, I want my five life back. <laughs> and he's like, "Get the hell out of here. No slow playing. And he wanted. He almost. Uh, he was talking about. I was like, "You can appeal if you want to. There is a rule that says if. Nothing is implied, like, if you don't say that you're specifically dealing all the damage to the creature, then the the damage tramples over to the player, and that actually just happens. This isn't a thing you have yeah, to Yeah, you state. don't have to state trample damage. Because he was like, he didn't say he was doing it to me. And I was like, he doesn't have to. He just forgot that he was doing that. But anyway, he, he wanted to, like, get all huffy with me. I'm like, look. You well, everybody's host. looking for their angle. I'm like, look, no, you, you can, can, can call the head judge if you want to. But he's going to tell you the exact same thing, and he'll quote the rule for you. He's like, whatever, and he walks off. If you do that to a judge, you're not helping your case. Just calmly explain what you're wanting to explain. Uh, he's already in a pissed-off move because he's losing. Like, yeah. He's losing the next turn. So how to talk to a judge is, first of all, don't argue with the judge. Be polite. People polite. do not argue with the judge well, nope. because because I was <laughs> I was reading or, or I, I saw something it's proof of evidence is not on the judge., Well, it's not even that it's like you know they don't have to pr- they can just be like uh, you fucked up <laughs> well just you can call the head judge and the judge can dispute it, but just uh if if you ask for a judge's ruling or if I gonna ask for a judge's, ruling, and they give a ruling that you don't agree with, like you don't think it's correct. Don't argue with them and be like, no, you're wrong. Or something like that. Just say, I want to speak with the head judge. Just be like, I'm not sure if that's correct. I'd like to appeal it. And they will go get the head judge. They're not going to get offended And then violence. you're going to put the judge on tilt. And then they're just, ah, everybody's no, on tilt. Judge, judge don't care. Like, the only time a judge cares is when he actually needs to care, when he's wrong. Because uh, I technically have had one ruling overruled because they didn't tell me. Something important. They were like, "Well, he said that this card goes on the bottom, and then I shuffle or whatever." But then this over here has already happened. I'm like, "You didn't say anything about that. How am I supposed to know that happened?" Yeah. You, when a judge asks you for stuff, tell him everything. Uh, for like a cheating uh, investigation, which I've never had to do, but for a cheating investigation, a judge asks you each player to set the side for a little bit and have an interview with you. See what exactly happened and stuff like that. Do not try to make shit up. Just be truthful, honest. Be really calm. And yeah, if, I mean, if, if you're cheating, what what you need to do is uh, you get a gun and you put it in your mouth. Shut up. Right? No. And then like, you pull the trigger. Well, see, there's there's things that like could be considered cheating if they're doing it on purpose. The investigation is there to like either first of all, they're either going to deny they do they're doing it, which if that's investigation to see if they're doing it. If they're doing it, then that means they're cheating. If they admit they do it, they're do they doing it, but they're doing it on accident, then you have to investigate to see if they're doing it on purpose. But uh, move on from that, how to talk to pros. I actually had an idea, like, a couple of months back. It never really panned out. I was going to email a bunch of professional players to ask them, like, what their views are on like the general public, like regular jackals, yeah, well, like you what, and me, what, what they view as scrubs. Well, yeah, like how are we supposed to talk to you? And I, it was actually Gavin Verhey that uh, that talked to me about it. And I was like, Gavin, how do I approach you? He's like, I'm a, I'm a human. I'm no one special. I play a children's card game and do well at it sometimes. You just talk, walk up to somebody and say, Hey, what's up? Just talk to him. Have a conversation to him. Don't, don't be the weirdo. Don't go up to LSB like, hey, LSB, and just stare at him. Because he's going to be like, uh, hey, and walk off. Yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not, uh... Have have something to talk they're about. They're not anything special. They're not your friend. They don't <laughs> even know you. You can't walk up to Nomagama Street and be like, do you know who LSV is? And they're going to be like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're in a small, diluted not diluted. Small, concentrated community where yeah. you can say one thing about someone and it gets out. Yeah. And pros, they're not that crazy. It's not,
1: it's they're not, not like gonna, a pro poker player where they're like not everyone snobby. knows who Phil Ivey is. Well,
0: it's not everyone even knows, that. You know. but Like a lot of people have this like misconception that professional players are really snobby people. Like uh, Todd Anderson. People have always said, oh, Todd Anderson's an asshole. He used to be a kind of an asshole, but it wasn't as big as everybody said he was. And then like I, I really started talking to him and he's not an asshole at all. Like he has a very abrasive personality, but that's just him. He's not gonna like look down at you just because you're you. Um people seem to get scared around professionals. Or, or nervous. Or nervous. Don't be. Just go up the top. They make mistakes, too. (laughs) Don't. don't Albeit, not as many (laughs) as a regular player. Don't interrupt their conversations. Well, don't interrupt anyone's conversation. Don't be, like, if they're busy, like, explaining something to somebody or somebody else is talking to them, don't be like, oh, hey, LSV, what's up? Uh, Because that's just really rude, and they're really not going to talk to you then. But, like, if you see, like, Brad Nelson just walking around. Like, I saw him at uh, Grand Prix Nashville. He's just outside smoking. And, uh. I walked up. I was like, hey, Brad, how's it going? He's like, pretty good, man. And then I was like, what's your What's your record? He's like, uh, I'm a 4-1 right now. I was like, oh, uh, uh, that's not bad. I mean, I'm 3-2. He's like, what, what'd your pool look like? I was like, pretty insane pool, but I'm just getting really shitty draws. He's like, uh, it happens. And I walked off. That, that was a good Don't bother anybody. Like, yeah, like, don't. It's I mean, it's not even a pro thing. It's like It's like, okay, they are a pro, you know. Yeah, they do yeah. have the title of a pro, and and therefore you need to, I would almost say give respect to them because you have to. They're better than you, you most most times, mostly better. Uh, so you're you're Whereas, not going to want to sit there and try to lecture them on any yeah. kind of magic theory or any. Another big no-no is don't walk up to a pro with your deck and be like, "Hey, is this good?" Oh yeah, like I've seen that so many what, times. What should I change? And they, and they're like, like if you. You gotta know how to ask because because to a pro magic is not it's not set in stone like it is to a casual yeah. player. It's not like who this needs to go into my deck. Well, it, a, a card that goes in a deck for them one week changes the next week. Yeah, you have to. Or be, a card that's good one week, the next week is terrible. Yeah, I'm not saying so. To so like, to ask. ask them what's a good card is oh, like just pretty, pretty much a bad you idea. You can actually, but you just gotta know how to ask. Them. What do you think of this card? Well, that too. Uh, my friend Jerry Hill had this really cool combo deck. And uh, it was, like, it involved elves or something like that. And he, or no, 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 no. It was turn two infinite creature and extended. And it was using uh, Bloom Tender. Okay. And he walked up to Matt Nass, who was playing the elves. And he this was, like, right after he'd won a Grand Prix with elves and all whatever, whatever. And he was like, uh, excuse me, Matt. He was like, yeah. It's like like, uh, I know you're a really good combo player or whatever. And this is, I've got a combo deck I'm playing today. I'm 3-0 with it. Uh, would you mind looking at it and tell me what you, think, what you think of it? And if he would have said no, Jerry would have been like, oh, okay, thanks for your time, whatever. And he would have walked away. But Matt's like, sure, I'll look at it. So he looked at it. He's like, this is pretty cool. I'm not sure if it's a me deck. It's not a Matt Nass, like, theme deck because it doesn't have enough elves in it. I'm not. This is just paraphrasing. Well, me. you know. You he might said something about it's sure. not enough elves. Well, well, and well, I see what you're saying. Like, be polite. Don't yeah. walk up. If, they're, if okay, if you walk up to LSV, you walk up to, P you know. They're PDD, not tools for you to use. You walk up and they're like, I, I'm, I'm having a really long, stressful day, and a lot of people have bothered me all day. Could, would you be okay with me just not talking to you right now? Like, don't take that offensive. Like, they're obviously not going to say it like that, but, like, you're going to kind of see in their face that they have no fucking, no fucking intentions of actually carrying on a conversation with you. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing for etiquette. Is girls. So many players, so many guys. They don't know how to talk to girls. Either. Man, the harpoons. That's what I always say. Have you seen some of the girls that you you have never even been to a big tournament? You realize how many really tiny teeny girls go to these things? There's at least five. To not ten, as many as five, five to ten every time. Not, not as many as uh, the. Uh... No, there's, like, I've seen, like, all right, we're talking about big girls and small girls girls here. Uh, no, let's not they're, get on that. No, it's not even offensive. I've seen one big girl, and she wasn't even that big. She was actually pretty cute. And so many small girls. Um, but anyway, like, how to talk to girls is, they're most likely either, A, they're with their boyfriend, which is, I'm not going to say most of the time, but a lot of the time, they're there with their boyfriend. Two, They're Magic players. Regardless, this is not their – this is – they didn't go to the tournament to pick up a guy. Oh, yeah. So don't act like you – don't don't try to seduce them. Unless their name's Day Day. So (laughs) you, you go to big tournaments to pick up guys? Oh, is that what you're that's saying? exactly what I said. Yeah, I think that is. I think I think that's a my twist. Point, my point is, girls aren't there to look for boyfriends. I don't think I go to tournaments to pick up anyone. Girls are there either with their boyfriends or to win just like me and you. Because they like magic. Don't try to hit on them. Like, if you want to talk to one, go ahead. But don't be like, hey baby, you're, you're here with your boyfriend, huh? And... Because this is going to lead to really bad times. Well, I mean, they do have, what, half the brain of a man. Shut up. That is so offensive. He just lost (laughs) his three followers. I saw it. (laughs) They have, what, like half half the brain of a man, and they, what was it on, um, it's true, (laughs) scientists said it, Anchorman. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, But uh, just talk to him like a normal person. Uh, don't be like, oh my god. I've actually seen. Or do you even know how to play? You know, it's like. Like sexual harassment, too. Like, that actually came up at a starts of the Games event I went to. is was uh, SCG Memphis. And it was a couple there. It was a guy and his girlfriend. And apparently, some random guy just walked up and pinched the girl in the ass. The guy started trying to beat his ass. That's so. how you say hello in Memphis. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said hello with some kind of barbecue sauce or something. Memphis, uh, has barbecue. Anyways, but uh, next, next topic: uh, Commander cards. Commander just came out like a week. Everyone's ago. Everyone's freaking out about all these cards. They're, they're gonna, gonna go. see Legacy play. They're gonna see Legacy. No, play. I, I actually haven't seen that many. I, I'm, I'm no really agree not. It. There's not a lot of them. I do like the Commander decks. These were amazing ideas. I think they're good. Either like when you build a house, you build the you know you build the, the foundation. House. I think these are good foundation decks for the guy that's the new player. Well, yeah, they're they're not going to make, like, fully fledged, ready-to-go EDH decks. They got to throw some shit rares in there. So oh, yeah. I mean, really you can't make doors. it like the guy who spent $1,000 on his right. deck. Yeah, they weren't going to, like, put dual wins and all this shit in there. Well, God, that would uh, be great if they did. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're talking today about what will see play. Because what won't see play is a long list. What will see play? The one, all right, let's just cover like three of them that everyone's freaking out about. What's the third one? Flusterstorm they're freaking out about? Yeah. Flusterstorm is something. Pretty terrible. It's actually If it said awkward. counter target spell, it would be amazing. I'm not even sure it would. It would instantly replace Spell Snare, Spell Pierce. No. How not? Because it's basically uncounterable. I don't know. <laughs> it's so it. if it if it just said counter target spell, it would be, be go- it, it, it would be god mode. It's force fight. it would be god mode. It's force fight with storm. That's fucking stupid. Okay, I'll play my Jace. Okay. Pay one, Fluster Storm. You gotta counter that twice now. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, it's probably it is definitely better than how it is now. But but I mean, no, no, it's basically a really... it just a sorcery or instant. Yeah, it's instant or sorcery. So. Which is fucking terrible. I mean, it's not terrible. I can't think of one application. It's, like it's only against Storm. I can, yeah, I can only. well, I can only think of it being good as a Storm player and against a Storm player. Or like Cascade, which this would have been a really good card during the John's season, but, but we had already Gosh. had double negative. Just so. think about it. It's like the Storm player storms out. Blah blah, 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 They fluster storm, and you flush a storm. And well, see, the thing is, if this suffers from the uh, from the the blue uh, the blue trap, mindbreak trap. It, it suffers from the same thing mindbreak trap is. When when mindbreak trap was first foiled, they're like, Storm's dead. Yay, Storm's dead. Yeah. And then Storm's like, okay, we will just realizing that Storm. Plays, game two, we'll put in thought scenes. They they run a main deck. They run main deck duress. They're not worried about your mind break trap. Yeah, they're not worried about anything. A good storm player will build up a storm count, ad nauseum, and then... Well, they won't add nauseum. They'll duress you and... What, get,
1: whatever is. They'll get everything
0: out of your hand. Whatever it is. They're going to duress you and knock the mind break trap out of your hand. What, what, what's the other one that everyone's talking about? Um, what? It's not Animar. It's uh, the uh, other... What, what does he do? The the uh, creature, the Mimeo... Oh, Mimeoplasm? No. Yeah, people were talking that no. maybe that's viable as a reanimate target. No. It's like, There's no point in it. It's like s- Skithrink's... Uh, Skithrink's f- hasty double striker or something. No, no, no. It, it, you get the, Oh, a 10-10? Any, anything that, that would instantly kill. Like, anything with six damage. Yeah. Or anything with six power. So, like, you... You play Mimeoplasm, target skith and something with six power or greater, and then you give Mimeoplasm haste and game's over. <laughs> that seems really awful. I am I Five I agree card. with you. This is terrible. Five card combo. Yeah. That's awful. Uh what was what? the other one? Uh well I mean there's one that might see play. It's uh I, the name escapes me but it's like a one or two mana one one. You pay a green and exile a creature for, oh, for a graveyard? Yeah. It's uh, it's a green It's like an ooze guy. Black. No, it's a green no. it's a green black corner. Yeah. He's mono green. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's green black. I'm pretty e- sure either way, black. We, we have two cards that we think that are gonna be played. I, I think so. The first one is Edric. And, and we're we're by t- play we're talking like maybe a rogue deck. What is his what's his full name? Edric Spy Master? Edric the Spy Master of Trist. Trist. And uh, it's, uh, three mana blue is uh, a green one. Blue green one for two, a two two. Whenever a creature control deals combat damage to an opponent to an opponent. No, whenever a creature deals combat damage to an opponent, that creatures control and they draw a card. So that actually works in multiplayer. So that makes other people attack your yeah, opponent. But in a one on one, they are not drawing yeah, cards yeah, yeah. for attacking. Yeah. And uh like First thought, well, my mind was, yeah, you can go turn one, Noble Hierarch, or turn one, on zena for uh, Dryad Arbor, turn two, Edric, turn three, shit, I might draw a card. Yeah, that's if it doesn't get plowed. Yeah. It, it's going to see some play in, like, yeah, I think a Vile that Merfolk... I think Merfolk actually might be splashing... I, I'll this. attack before damage, I'll Vile out Edric. Yeah, I mean, that... Uh. uh, uh Three cards. Having a, t- having a scapegoat for your uh, for your wards, too. Because they're going to take out that guy before they take out a lord. Because, like, uh, do I hit that guy, that guy, or the guy that draws yeah, the cards? Let, let me get rid of, you know, Cedric or Lord of Atlantis. I think I'm going to get rid of the card advantage. Yeah. And then the other one, which Day-Day had to convince me of, and I can see it, is Chaos Warp. I think it... M- might be a one up, maybe a 2 of in mono-red. Ah, uh, I'm actually thinking force. about, like, rug control decks. And rug stuff control, like uh, mono-red's mono reds, mono reds, mono reds pretty weak against some cards. For for the people out there who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Chaos Warp is three, three in mana. Red, three and a red for an instant. Uh, it's either three or four. I'm pretty sure it's three. I think it's three and a red. I thought it was one and two. One red, two. Yeah. Pretty sure it's three mana. I thought it was four. I'm pretty sure it's three. It doesn't matter. I it's, can look it up. Yeah, go ahead and look that up. But either way. We don't want to be wrong again. Uh, but anyway, it shuffles Target Permanent into its owner's library, which uh, includes lands. So oh, is it, it, is, it is. It is just three. It's its just 3 its 3 two. mana instant. It's, it's the, mana. the owner of Target Permanent shuffles it into his library and then reveals a top card of his or her library. If it's a permanent, he or she uh, puts it on the battlefield. <laughs> Which, you can, they could hit a, a spell and it just goes to the graveyard. Or, no, I think it just stays on top. Or or they can uh, they can hit a... Uh, oh, phage. Yeah, yeah Phage. It. And then you win. Ooh. Ooh. That would, that would be like, good. That would be good. Is, is there any good? way of putting a card from your library on top of your, No, there's not. But, regardless, this is a three-mana enchantment removal spell in red. That is... That is really You can weird. pretty much just say enchantment or... Planeswalker. Planeswalker or... Creature. Land removal. Emblem. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. I was joking. Not emblem. Uh, <laughs> nice cough emblem. Fortification remover? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. You can remove like a tribal... A tribal enchantment? <sighs> anyway, this, this will be good. This will be very good. I think it'll be a two of in mono red... Uh, John, not John, but uh, Mono Red and all these rugs, si- sideboards, sideboards. I can see. I uh, mean, because Red has no red, way, white, blue control deck. Yeah, Red has no way of 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 messing with enchantments. None whatsoever. Now they do. Well, now they, they do. destroy everything. But yeah, never disc discs, stuff like that. But, but th- this, this this is, is pretty pretty good, in my opinion. If weird. it just shuffled it in, it would be not never printed. But. What's up with the artwork? Like I don't the artwork that. is like uh, like it looks like an elf or a, a human warrior is turning into falling a, into like a oh yeah he's a, turning into a a, a warping beast. chaos kind of thing, and then a rhino is coming out the other end. Hence chaos warp. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Anyway, great job, Trevor Claxton. I don't think he's done many cards, so I don't recognize that name. But you know what name I do recognize? Grim Lavamancer. He's back in top 2. Oh, that's going to be fun, huh? Just Time to, to slew up the old Arid Mesas. <laughs> why Arid Mesas in particular? Uh, For Mono Red. Why not Scalding Tarns? Scalding Tarns. For pussies? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not the other word? Yeah, we don't say that word. We don't say that word. Lava Mancer is going to be good. And how it affects Legacy is about the price. So let's just say you got a shit ton of Grim Lava Mancers later on. My suggestion is kind of get rid of them. I'm actually going to disagree with you, depending on what version they are. Well, if you're selling or trading, you want to trade them right now before M12 comes out. I don't think so. Why not? Because it's different artwork. It's, It's the Fire and Lightning artwork. A lot of people like the original one, which I do too. I really like the original. I don't, I don't like the... Uh, old the, Meddling Mage is actually worth more than the new Meddling Mage. Yeah. I think it's going to be the same. I think, I think that, they're going to be the same thing. That card's absolutely nuts. It's bonkers. What? It's a shock. Oh, you're talking and about... And there's Blavis. no Graveyard play in Standard right now. My opinion. But it's hinted to Innistrad. Innistrad's okay. obviously going to be Graveyard set. It's going to be something of the sort. Well, it's going it's to have Flashback in it. So. Oh, oh Yeah. Which, but Flashback is majoritably terrible. Uh, you don't know. Like there's like three that. cards that are good for Flashback. Dread Return, Mystical Teachings. That's just two off the top of my head. And those are used in one deck? Uh, no. Oh, Cephalid. But either way. It, Mystical Teachings like dominated three... standard. I don't, I, don't, I didn't Dread know. Dread Return has dominated every format. Dredge. Pretty good. But we're talking about, like, four cards out of 50, 60. Out of flash. all the flashback things? Yeah. No. Flashback.
1: Most of the flashbacks
0: are, like, 12 mana. It's fucking stupid. No, it's not. There's some. Most of the time, it's the same cost. Deep Analysis. Deep Analysis is, like, anomalies. Like, all these, like, Pay to Life Every, or Cabal Therapy. Like all Man, these, cabal Therapy is insane. All Holy these are anomalies, shit. like... You go back and look at... Like, Alright, yeah. let's, let's do it this way. Name a bad flashback card. Uh, There's a red one. It's Destroy Target Land for 4 mana. It's got a flashback of 8 mana. Okay. That's, that's fucking terrible. Is it a common? I don't know what it's it is. It's probably a common. But it's goddamn terrible. Well, they have to have some bad things about the mechanic. I mean, it might be good in a draft. mm I mean, no. I'm I, I sure know. you've never played in a draft if you think Land Destruction is good. Yeah. Um, um But... What level is going to do, I think personally it's going to stay the same, uh, the price-wise. You think it's going to drop? Uh, oh, it's, it's going to go down to the $5 range instead of the $10 range it's at right now. It's at 9 10. I don't think so. New prints always drop prices. No. Metal Majors did not drop. Medley Mage isn't played like Grim L- Lava Mancer is going to get played. When Gr- Grim Lava Mancer is going to be in so many de- People are going to splash just for Grim Lava Exactly. Mancer. That means the price isn't going to go down. But it's an uncommon, well, isn't it? No, it's a rare. Grim Lava Mancer a rare. Yes. That's why it's $10. All uh. Yes. Well, swords is a freaking hasn't been pre-printed since 4th edition. Either way. Alright, next is uh this weekend's Baltimore. So SCG Baltimore. I'm actually excited to watch the standard portion. I don't. Because
1: oh, yeah. this is
0: the last tournament Caldblade's gonna be there. Yeah, Standard still has uh, Cobblade. I think I I think every attendant to Baltimore should play Cobblade. <laughs> Just to fist like, every that would yes. have the lowest viewers ever. Callblade Caldblade, 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 Caldwell, Caldblade, model. Back. I actually think that they shouldn't play that, so they should get one week up, one week's you know, leg up on the game. You know, people are gonna play it. Well, they are, but like it would be great if Star City just said uh, Jason Stoneforge are the allowed. I actually think that no, they're they're not. Well, then it wouldn't be a valid tournament. But. Right, but they're uh, they're actually going to like I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, there it is. Uh, it came back to me. I think a lot of people are going to. Trade off or sell their Jaces and Stone Forges, so I think there's going to be a lot less uh, players using it, but I think the same good players are going to be using it. Oh yeah, Edgar, Edgar Flores is probably going to try to play in like five billion daily. <laughs> uh, Edgar
1: Fores, five billion win
0: boxes. AJ Sacker, uh, all, all the all the SCG grats. Well, I don't know. AJ Sacker's been on a really weird attitude lately. Scooping people in when he has a chance. Like, he's just really angsting about the whole Star City games taking away his buys. He's like, I worked so hard to get free wins, and I'm like, the free wins aren't fair to your average Joe. It's, it's not fair you can to, only the, go to like, the people. Like, like how whoops, many fucking I, tournaments can you go to in Baltimore? All I gotta do is 4-0, and I get $100. Yay! On top of the $250 I already paying me to be here. Yeah, like, all my travel expenses, gone. Oh, no. I'm not, actually, I'm not. I'm not. down on the guy. I actually have to play. You can't bitch about. You can't bitch about it. I can't. Two buys it. are ridiculous. That is. That was. Maybe that was a bad move. By Star one State. buy would be. One buy would be absolutely reasonable. I don't think so. Two. One. That's so unfair. Well, how is that? How's that fair? Because think of the only. I'm uh, level. I'm level seven or eight. I shouldn't have to play in the first round. Uh, there's nine rounds usually. Okay. okay. The only other that cuts you to eight. Yeah. You got one win. And or a buy win, you could say a buy win is like just slightly less better than the real win. Uh, more better. It helps your tiebreakers. Well, you have to make it. <laughs> anyway. Good. The uh the only other tournament setting that buys actually happen in is grand prix, and you know what? Those are probably like 16, 17 rounds long. That's almost twice as long. That way buys don't actually matter that much. Still helps. That helps the pro but players not it. have to face against random jank shit. And they, that they could lose for they're not probably right, ready they, for. The, the grand Prix are like practice for pros. You want to make a little wager on the standard portion, uh, top eight? No. I think I think I think there's going to be two model, blade. I think I think there'll be one or two cobble. I think there's going to be two cobble. I, I think vampires is going to be two. 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 Vampi- vampires. There. Vampires, in my opinion, uh, starting July 1st or whenever this band actually takes place. I don't think so. I think Vampires are going to be the absolute nuts. No, because Vampires is nuts right now because it's so good against Coldplay. Because it's Valk- so good against any. Valket wrecks Vampires. Valcott's fucking terrible. Valket. gonna get off this is train? Is not fucking terrible. Then why why couldn't it beat Coldplay? Because Coldplay dominated it. Velvet beats everything else. Not everything. I haven't seen a like, in the top eight. Because of Callblade. Well, you're saying it beats S- everything else. Sword of Feast and Famine by itself defeated Velvet. So, like, I, I think Velvet's going to be back in big numbers. But um, what about Legacy? What, what are you looking for in Legacy? I think. I think Hive Mind is good. I think uh, I think that. Yeah, I, I think Hive Mind. I popularity think, is still going. On. I think you're going to see Hive Mind. I think you're going to see Hivemind. Mind. You're going to see Blue White. Uh, this is control. Baltimore. Um, because you know, like America has. You're going to have Canadian players coming down with their control lists. No, they're going to have thrush lists. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a very graveyard-based top eight. This is going to have. I'm going to call two dredge. Two Dredge Top 8? Two Dredge Top 8. I'll say Two Dredge Top 16. I'm going to say Two Dredge Top 8. One uh Breakfast. I'm going to say. You're, you're, you lost. I'm actually going to go out there. I'm going to say one deck that we haven't seen yet. It's going to just be a random ass deck. We've never seen it before, and it's going to Top 8. It's probably just going to make it to the Top 8 and then lose, but you know what? The damage is already done. Um, I'm going to say Two Rug. no Two No Rug. I'm going say a, either one zoo or one goblin deck. And then where's your, where your merfolk in this Fultz. list? Because Merfolk's, Merfolk's the last one. I, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to make a bold, bold, I'm going to make yeah, a bold. Eight red deck wins. N- no. <laughs> That'd be pretty bold. Mer, <laughs> merfolk takes down Baltimore. Oh, Mer, merfolk wins? Merfolk takes down Baltimore. Um... Okay, Merfolk versus Mine. Merfolk is at a slight advantage because of Curse Catcher. Merfolk versus Zoo or Goblins. It's a 50/50 they, 50 50 okay. most of the time. Uh, it depends on the player. Depends on what the random deck is, I think. I think the random deck's going to beat Merfolk. They cr- Merfolk crushes Reanimator, Dredge, stuff like that. Reanimator. That's what the last deck's going to be. They, uh, it crushes. It crushes uh, a. It crushes a lot of them. It's it's gonna be exciting to see what what this is. But it's. it's, I'm really looking forward to Baltimore. Not the standard portion. Legacy portion I'm looking forward to. Uh, It's gonna be good. Yep. Uh, I haven't haven't seen Legacy play in a while. Yeah, we we missed it last week, or we didn't have one this week, so. Um we're, we're moving on a little bit. Uh we got we got a new segment we're going to start. It's called uh Day Fixes it. Day Fixes it. What what is Day Fixes it? Um this is kind of on the fly. We talked about it just before we started recording. Uh if like you know, I, I've got a pretty base knowledge of every active deck in, in the format right now. Mm-mm. I I do. Whether you whether you, you like you have it. a pretty good knowledge. All right. If you're having problems with your deck, if you're trying to get cute with a with a deck, I can knock some sense into you. I can tell you what I would do to it. What uh, I can tell you, this is gonna be this is gonna be like very similar to uh, Channel Fireballs series with uh, Conley Woods called the Deck Doctor. So he's not going to be making videos about it. He's I'm not going to be making own. videos. I'm not a pro, just, and I, just half the time I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right. But we'll, but it's still going to be a very, different opinion, and I'm very opinionated. And I'll tell you what I think. If it stinks on ice, I'm going to be like, it look, stinks on ice. look bro, your fucking deck, you need to change like half of it. Uh, you should run like this and this. And I was like, uh, those, put in there somewhere. those are uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you, well, you, is it still better than this <laughs> tall shit? No, 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 that, that but, that's but awful. If you got a question with your deck or a card or you got a, a deck idea, anything, just email it to Scoopphase at the, Scoop Phase the Scoop Phase at gmail at gmail dot com, uh, com. Just, or just on look below the play button. Look below the play button. We got the the email down there. We got the Twitter down there. Or hit me up on Twitter at David M Payne or at Scoopphase, preferably at Scoopphase. Yeah. Uh. And Zach's starting up a new little 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 thing here. It's uh it's called Zach's uh Judge Stravaganza. Judge Stravaganza. Uh, or just Zach's Judge's corner. Uh you uh I want people to send me in judge questions. Not really, I, like really off the wall craziest judge question. No, no, not really. I don't want this to be like stump the judge or anything Ooh, like that. Yeah, that'd be I good. want this to be like serious Sturman, questions that people have had. Hayhole. <laughs> Regardless of whether you know the answer or not, I want like really good, informative judge questions because it keeps him one on his toes. Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily get a judge, judge. every weekend. And you, you actually have a question for me, right? Yeah, I have a I had. I had a question. We've already talked about it, but it's a really good question because uh, my brother, I believe, put this question out there, and I, I didn't know the answer. Say you play Tesseret and you pop their sort of feast and family, mm-hmm. and it's equipped to a squad hall. Okay. What happens to that equipment? The the equipment becomes a 5-5 five, five creature. Yeah. And when uh, state-based effects are checked, those are the things that keep everything in the game flowing. Yeah. checks to see if people are dead or not. Creatures have damage on them. It's like a sonar of the right. game. Right. Like it's pretty much. And it's always there, and it's checked every time uh, right before priorities, uh, priorities yeah. to each player. So... When uh, the safe face effects are checked, it'll see a creature that's also an equipment that is attached to a creature, and it'll say, can't happen, because that's what the rules say, and it'll pop off. And and, and, you, and a, you can't equip it to itself. And even though it has the attachability still, well, you can't equip it to anything. You can't. It's a creature. Right. So, so you, uh, you've just got like a 5-5 a vanilla sitting there. Right. It's uh, protection from... No, no, I'm kidding. No, it's just going to be... <laughs> that'd be great, no, Don't confuse people. That'd be great, huh? you no, blowing be... up your own swords. No, you can like you can get really techy with like Tezzeret. You can like use a liquid metal coating and turn their germ token into an artifact, and then that that would be bad. <laughs> I'm thinking old Tezzeret, not new Tezzeret, because old Tezzeret made them artifact creatures with uh, Power Tuff and Seek of the Converter Mana Cause. Oh, that'd be cool. It's like, turn your germ token into an artifact, teserate ultimate, kill your germ. oh yeah. Anyway, that's... <coughs> okay. So, if you've got a crazy judge question, uh, one, if you've got just a normal, like, you and your buddies are playing, you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. just hit us up on Twitter. I've got mm-hmm. my iPhone on me at all times, and he's got his iPhone on him. We uh, can answer it really quick. Commander questions are definitely welcome. Our, commander questions... Our friend Patrick actually had one. Uh, come up and he wanted to know. He didn't really want to know, it's just he didn't realize an interaction for something. So uh, he has a sign of the air dragon deck. Yeah. And uh, he made a mention of Molten Steel Dragon in the deck, whether it was good. I'm like, well, yeah, Patrick, that's an instant win right there. And he's yeah, like, he just, he's like, told like, me about it. He, he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay, you have sign of the earth dragon, which is white, blue, black, red, green for a 4 4 or 5 5. I'm pretty sure it's 5 5. He's a dragon with flying legendary. He has ability of uh, 2 and search your library for a dragon card, which has been eroded to drag it, uh, dragon permanent card, and put it in your uh, graveyard. And the sign of the earth dragon becomes a copy of it. and But he loses that ability. So, like, if you exile or you put a, like, a Bogarden Hellkite in your graveyard, it's just a garden with no abilities. Oh, well, he has the come into play ability. Something with a molten. That wouldn't trigger. Molten. Yeah. All right. What you do is you have sign in play. I was like explaining to him because he didn't understand it. And um, what you do is you just activate the ability twice in a row without fast priority. You activate it twice. He's like, and your opponent passes priority back a second. Like, the first one resolves. Uh, search my library, put a molten steel dragon in play. That's four and a f- two fire ex met red mana for a four four. As a uh, fire, yes, a fire, red, fire red, fire breathing, red fire breathing. Yeah. and all you have to do is let's see, pay ten life or five red mana or any combination of, and give it plus five plus zero, and then let the. Uh, this is all in response to the other trigger from your sign, because that trigger is still in the sack because this is still your commander. Yeah, uh, the com- commander is a characteristic of that. Of that card. No matter what it is, it's still your commander. Yeah. So then the second ability resolves once it gets plus five plus zero, and you go grab a dragon tyrant. That is a six six flyer with uh, flying. I said flyer. Haste and double strike, double strike? It doesn't have haste. It has double strike. This okay. is assuming you played Silent last turn. Okay. And it's double strike. But it's going to keep your plus five plus zero pump from your Molten Steel. To so 23, silent. 23? Two. No, it'll be a well, it's a six six normally, so it's an 11, eleven or eleven six double striker, and 20, he's your commander. So commander. yeah, he'll Command- hit you for twenty two, and that's enough. And he's like, w- "Why is that?" And I got into the layers, which layer seven is where this all happens, which is your power and toughness modifying things, and it's actually pretty complicated because it has it's the only layer with sub layers. You've got characteristic defining abilities, which this doesn't come up here. Characteristic-defining abilities, is stuff like Tarmogoyf, uh, Dun Grove Elder, but that's an awesome M12 card. <laughs> stuff like that. Th- this doesn't play here. Then uh, layer seven B is uh, power and toughness setting things. This is going to actually matter because. So you're gonna, it's gonna copy the Molten Steel temporarily. Right. And you're gonna, I'll pay ten life for the ability. Right. Put all that on the stack. And that's, it keeps the pump because it becomes a six-six, which happens in layer seven B, and then it gets plus five plus O, which happens in level uh, layer seven E, and it goes from A to E in that order. Like everything happens A, B, C, D, and E. And after E, it looks and see what it is. And by the time it looks through everything, it'll be an eleven-six with double strike. Hmm. It's pretty dirty. Uh... Just send in your questions. I will be as descriptive as you want me to be. If you, like, like, just say, well, this is a basic question, blah, blah, blah. What happens with this and this? I'll answer it. But if you want me to say, will you explain why this happens and what rule goes with this? I'll happily do that for you. Uh, just let me know what you want, and I'll do it. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back with our budget deck of the week. No. Budget deck of the week. It's just a budget. bd dub. Give me, give me, give me it in a smooth radio voice. Budget deck of the week. All right. It's mono black control this week. Boo. Be right back. Okay, everybody. We're back. We're here to talk about another budget deck. Of the week, of course, mm-hmm. uh, for all the people that are getting into Legacy and want to play a very good deck, in my opinion. Yeah, this is actually the cheapest deck we've done so far. This is like literally and below one hundred dollars. Yeah, and it gets excessively. And you could actually you can make it, it less budget, but keep it under two hundred dollars easily. Yeah, oh, this this you could do this under a hundred. Well, oh no, 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 no! Like you could actually add non-budget card to this. Oh yeah. this is a under deck. 200. This is a deck that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can start with this deck that we're going to give you. Okay, mm-hmm. and you can not even have card for card. You can not even have perfect. Just anything on it. You can just throw in some of your own cards that you think you want to try out. Yeah, I mean, and this it's is still a very flexible will, deck. It will still work correctly. And once you improve it, it just skyrockets. And then when you start splashing for white, it gets retarded. (laughs) Uh, Let's just keep it mono black forever. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to talk about mono black control, which is, it's just a hell of a deck. And it's really not fun to play against. Uh, It it puts you on your heels immediately. Yeah, I mean, the deck starts out using the low system. uh discard spells like Duress, Inquisition of Kozalik and Hemdotarok as early disruption. What what do you so, before we get before we get into the the discard spells, what do you think of Despise in Legacy? Um well Do you think it's playable well, let's let's look at it like this. Jace is the only planeswalker that sees playing Legacy right now. Maybe a little bit of Elspeth. Chase uh, Tezzeret Tess- maybe Tezzeret Tess- are the only three. So that part of it I don't think it's gonna be that prevalent. But I mean the you're, creature gonna get parts, bobs, you're gonna eat your You're gonna hit Tarmagoyfs, you're gonna hit Well you know what? So does Inquisition. I Inquisition think, hits all these I, I think up. I think and, and legacy, Inquisition hits so much more. Yeah, Leg- legacy's curve is so low that Inquisition can just hit anything. Almost. Inquisition's really good legacy right now. Yeah. But the spies could get rid of that pesky, you know Tomb Tombstalker. Tomb Stalker. It could get rid of a got turn one. But if just shuffle right back in. I oh, guess with the other hand, they can't Elvish Piper it in. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing Mono Black, and Elvish Piper actually sees an upkeep. You, <laughs> you might be oh, wait. <laughs> You're doing something incredibly wrong. Uh, let's just start off with the core of this deck, and I think that's got to be with the spells. This wins off the backs of spells. It, the setup for the deck is to accelerate quickly, rape your opponent's hands deck with turn one, land, dart ritual, duress, and then if the, the hand's worth hemming, you hem to Turok it. Yeah. So you're trading three cards for three cards, but your three cards don't matter as much as their three cards. Yep. Your three cards actually are there to get rid of their three cards. Their three cards are probably either lands that they needed, or maybe a win condition, or yeah. a setup card. Yeah. Like, I can just imagine, like, you dress them and hit a preordain, and then you hem them, and, and they randomly discard their second land and something else. and so This happened work. to me, and then both of you guys are sitting there, but they get a creature <coughs> stick because... Or, or they just have more discard spells yeah. that they just keep hammering you with, and you can't counter it because all you your counter's in the graveyard. Yep. Uh, most packages run... If you're running straight mono black, you run Dark Ritual, mm-hmm. you run Damnation. Uh, one or two. I like one, just as a holy shit, I've got it. The uh, rest. Him, uh, him to Turok is definitely. We haven't named a card. Damnation is a good ten fifteen dollars. No. Yeah. Yeah. Look it, is. it up. It's like maybe six seven. You ready to get chumped? I'm pretty sure it's like six or seven. Fourteen ninety nine on the low end. Shut up. <laughs> Okay, Star City Games. When I when I bought it, Star City Games is having a sell on their promo. Damnation ones. is it's a good card. It's it's a black wrath. It, it, is, it, it is destroys all wrath, all creatures and they can't be regenerated. So, right. right? It's four mana, so it 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 I'm can actually, be done on turn two or three if they empty the Warrens on you or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm um, actually looking at that. I'm wondering if Mutilate might just be better than that. Mutilate's not as good because you're running. Unless you have Urborg out, which I think is you got to have at least a miser of of Ur-Borg in Mono Black. It, the most it's going to hit is is it's going to be a five. You know, it's going to put negative five five on. It's not it's not good as good as Damnation. Okay, they pop, pop out of progenus and you have Mutilate. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Like I want to kill every fucking thing. So you play Damnation, or you can Darkrit like like. Storm player, empty the Warrens on turn 2 for 18 goblins. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, dart ritual, damnation, and they have no hand, and you're going to pop out a creature and start bashing. All right. But you go duress, go for the throat, which go for the throat. What's the removal package? Well, we got to go for the discard package first. Go for the throat? Why are you saying go for the throat? Well, place? I was going down a list. Uh, duress to Turok, Inquisition, and and uh, sometimes Thoughtseize. Sometimes Thoughtseize. Well, well, Thoughtseize isn't necessarily budget, and this is well, budget. Yeah. This is but not. If this, you, are, it depends the, on the budget. It depends. Yeah, it, this depends on the budget. If you're going cheap as possible, you're not going to run. Right. This is the, This list is literally probably eighty dollars. If you have a budget of under two hundred, add Thoughtseize. Oh, go God, go Thoughtseize over the rest. Inquisition's still good enough to play by itself. Yeah. Uh, and, and him is always better. Yeah. Him's the best one. Uh, most decks can't rebound from a turn to him unless they run off massive card of advantage. Or they run this direction. Or they run this direction. Misdirection is pretty rough. Uh, so those are the three. Thoughtseize is good. You could try Despise on your metagame. I don't like Despise. I don't like Despise, but it's just more. definitely a thought. Uh, it, the removal package is Damnation, Go for the Throat, uh, Never Gnall's Disc, this. which is another Wrath Effect, and yeah, it, it can, you're a tempo deck, essentially. And you deal with artifacts and enchantments, which Black has a lot of trouble yeah, with. They, they do. And Smother, which gets rid of Bob Tarm, gets rid of... It gets rid of a lot of good creatures. Stoneforge. Uh, Dryad Arbor. Dryad Arbor. Gets rid of a lot of stuff. Not a worker. God, it's... Smother's so fucking good in Legacy, like it gets rid of almost all the lords yeah. in merfolk. Or merfolk, it gets rid of a lot it gets of, rid of every lord in merfolk. Well, isn't there a three mana lord? Well, is Smother it three? Hit, ra- yeah, oh yeah, three yeah. I thought it was two. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> Smother's nuts. Then there's also, you can almost uh, run Force Smother, and it be as good as a Doom Raid. There's also a Gatekeeper Malkir in the. Remote oh yeah, space. a four of Gatekeeper and Shriekmaw. Yeah. Shriekmaw well, is let's, a, let's go over the creatures real quick. Yeah. The essential. What I say central is you've got to have them in there. Gatekeeper, definitely. Gatekeeper of Malakir, because it's such a huge tempo swing. Okay, imagine they go turn two Stoneforge. Uh, you go land Dart Ritual Duress to see if the path's clear. Uh, or, or hit the equipment they got. Or hit the equipment they got and Ooh. play your Gatekeeper and kill that Stoneforge. Right.
1: <laughs> there, they, there goes
0: that shit that they just wasted a turn on. Yep. Uh, another essential one, and in my opinion, I'm not sure what Day-Day thinks about it, but Vampire Night Hawk is such a good color. It's good because it's it's like a DUI checkpoint, you know? When you're driving home a you're little, like, oh shit, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, yeah, you like... Like, do I attack? Do I just keep going? Or do I, like, hold up for a little bit? Really? Do I... Do I... Do I do, flush? Let them, do, do I... do I... <laughs> do I let them know I'm scared? <laughs> yeah. Vampire Night Hawk... Resolves, and everyone's like, oh shit. (laughs) Well, I guess I can't attack. It stops attacks. It does. And uh, the life game is negligible, but if it sticks for a long enough time, it can just take over a game. Right. And Tomb Stalker is the biggest, baddest bomb for this deck. And a lot Mm. of people are toying with Frexian Obliterator, and all this Tomb Stalker is better. It depends on the deck. Uh, if you're wanting to keep, or if you want to do the $200 budget one, Tomb Stalker can go, because you're going to be running Dark Confidant's. And Dark Confidant and Tomb Stalker do not mix. For no, that. no, you'll kill yourself. Uh, unless you're running Sensei's Devonning Tops. Even then, you you're not, the risk. you don't want to mess up Sensei's and Black. Uh. Tombstalker is Tombstalker really is guy. Tombstalker is definitely in this deck. Vampire Nighthawk is definitely in this deck, and Gatekeeper's in yeah. this deck. And then the where me and you have differences is I don't like Shriek Maul, And I don't like Nantuca. But Shriek Maul with Volrath stronghold is nuts. Every, every turn you get a dude, uh, kill spell.
1: Every, every turn,
0: turn they play a creature spell, you can recur your Shriek Maul. Right. Every turn. I'm actually uh, what I'd like to see in here is a, a sacrifice outlet. That'd be kinda cool. For Persecutor? Or, like, no, 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 no. Well, well Diabolite edit is, is a card card they use instead of Go for the Throat. But mm-hmm. it depends on your mate. No, no, no. Sacrifice that. I mean, by sacrificing your guys. Like, with Volrath Stronghold up, you can, like, oh, into your turn, I'll sack my Gatekeeper. And then put it on top of my library. Now my mm. turn, draw it. Gatekeeper kicks. Go. You into could Damnation or Levernals, but... I see what you're saying. Just rem- repeatable creature removal well, that, that way. Repeatable sack outlets we've I recently mean, found are not. <laughs> they're not. They're not uh, mana efficient as. What are like, you talking about? There's two repeatable ones. Unless uh, you're running Culling Dias, which is not playable. Well, there's the two altars, and then there's all the vampire creatures that do it. Yeah. I mean, then you're muddying up your deck. I don't know. Your 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 creature removal tempo, especially if you're running blood gas. Yeah. This I mean, this could easily turn into a mono black vampires list too if you really wanted it to. I I, I don't think so, because it's too slow in life so. I don't think so. I, I think Monoblack... Well, no black... one's done it yet. So I don't. I mean, do you it. basically are. You're you're running gatekeepers and vampire nighthawks, uh, tombstalker. You like are having, you, you, right. you rape their hand into oblivion, mm-hmm. and. You play, like, a turn three, turn four tombstalker for two mana, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there like, oh, shit, and you just keep raping their hand trying to get rid of any removal they might possibly have for that Tomb and you got them on, like, a four-turn clock at that point. Uh, and then, like, Nantuga Shade, I-, I think Nantuga Shade's Prime is way past. It's pretty good. I don't like it at all. You're, you're you're tapping out mostly. All yeah, your mana the two wiggle a, room cards that I think are in here are Street Mall and Nantuko Shade. Like I, I, and of course, what I would suggesting is is if you wanted to go a little more up on the prices, drop <coughs> Nantuko Shade Street Mall and Tombstalkers for Bob's and uh a, another three. Mana I think you, two you mana. I think you drop and Arena for Bob's. I don't think you need. Yeah, for both we for, we so. totally forgot about no. Phyrexian Arena and Bob is nuts. That's a lot of wild You're just balls. playing Suicide you, Blight. You're going yeah, to you win. Stand, that's going to win instantly. You'd have to play something like Tendrils of Corruption at that point. Just to keep yourself from dying. Well, you have five, six ways of double card draw every turn. This this budget deck is running three uh, Phyrexian Arenas. My brother's running this deck. It's running three Phyrexian Arena. It's... It's nuts. He, when, he he. If he resolves two or like land dark ritual Phyrexian Arena on turn one, like you're behind. <laughs> yeah. But same thing if you go land uh, dark ritual Bob Duress, or something.
1: Yeah. Either it's, way, I
0: don't think you don't. I don't think you need six ways of card advantage in the deck. This deck is pretty cool. It's 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 put a card in here I've never seen usable. Ghost Quarter. Ghost Quarter. Ghost Quarter is pretty. Ghost Quarter is the absolute. It's, it's, it's the pauper. <laughs> and I mean pauper not in the sense of magic, but pauper as in the sense of pauper. It's the poor man's wasteland. Yeah, Ghost Quarter was uh, actually used in a uh, semi combo deck back in Old Extended. Just to knock the shit out of uh, a Boros. Uh, it it pumps Step Links up to being like an 8 7 on turn 2. This this deck's running three Ghost Quarters. I think you could easily run four. It's running Bojukabogs, which Bojookabogs like main deck are nuts. They fuck over a lot of decks. I don't like that. God, if you're playing Dredge, and they have a main deck Bojuka Bog, and that shit just comes out of nowhere on, like, turn three or turn two, you're just like, well, I lose. Marsh Flats for Shuffles. And... Yep. Uh... Which, actually, there's just no reason for that. Uh, you don't need to shuffle your library, though. I don't know why it's playing that. Has to be a reason. Uh, probably for the, the very misguided reason of, oh, it thins your deck out. It doesn't thin your deck out that much. Um, run in Swamps, of course, Urborg, and Vorash Stronghold. Orberg. if you don't know what it is, it's a uh, land that taps for no mana. Until it resolves so the land. it doesn't resolve. It's it, does, just, a it land. just it just it's a so land it does type for mountain. It types it's a swamp. for black it's a swamp. It turns every land into a swamp. Yep. In um, addition to its other types. In in addition to its other types. Otherwise it would just be absolutely a hoser. You know what I'm I'm not seeing in this list? Which should be in here because it's not very expensive. Cabal coffers. It's like Cabal coffers dollars. isn't it's it's rough to play. No, legacy. legacy uh, Arbord. What I'm not seeing in this is Cabal Therapy. Uh, doesn't need Cabal Therapy. Cabal Therapy's pretty good. Not when you have it's that discard package. You've got eight ways of. Discord but you were figure, trying to figure a way of getting like your Gatekeepers in the graveyard. Maybe that would be nuts. Like turn one Cabal Therapy, turn three Gatekeeper, get a few beats in if they play a creature you can't deal with. You sack it, take something out of their hand, Maybe. and then you replay Gatekeeper. That that would be another one for the uh, if you're playing Abyssal Persecutor, because I could definitely see Abyssal Persecutor in this deck. If you're running Abyssal Persecutor, you're definitely going to run Therapies. Yeah, I agree there, because I mean you can kick a Gatekeeper a, yourself. There's for, three for cards project. you have wiggle room on this if it, on this budget deck: Tombstalker, Stalker, uh, Obliterator. And Abyssal Persecutor. They're all six one for half the dozen. The big finishers. They're all six one half dozen. Uh. I Negator, too. Negator's pretty terrible. The grandmother, pretty much. It's actually not, because all the, you the need. The better one is Obliterator if you can get it to stick and you can attack with it. But the thing is, it's just... one more. You gotta have either the turn two one. The, the reason Negator is good because you can get it down turn one very easily. Just Swamp, Dark Ritual, Negator. Because it's only three mana for 5, five. It does have a really big bad part, but you know what? What deck minus Mono Red runs burn? And by the time they get a big, uh, big uh, get a creature down, you should have removal for it. So, win on turn five just from one creature attacking every turn. It's it's a fun deck. Uh, uh sideboard wise, you ha- you're you're gonna be really good against combo decks. Because oh, you, yeah. you're going to have so much discard, you've got uh, the uh, Graveyard Hate cards in your color, so... you got a main no, with this deck. What, what, <laughs> what's Mono Black going to have trouble with? Mono, Aggro, I mono think. Black has troubles with, like, control decks, like, very heavy control decks. They have problems Wait. with decks with a heavy amount of redundancy, like Goblins, uh... Zoo, Merfolk. Uh, but they don't have problems with combo. They don't have problems with... I think they're heavy aggro. Like but I think it's really heavy aggro. Like, I'll burn you down really fast because they usually stop you really fast, too. Like, this deck has a very uncanny way of just you're dead to the world on turn three. And they're just beating you with, like, one yeah. guy. And the minute the minute you think you got something, they they've got a removal for it. Or they just keep deressing you, inquisitioning you every every turn it feels like. Yeah. And you're just sitting there like, oh. and then you can't ever get away from the Phyrexian arena. Or the... And, and they don't have to res- reveal off of arena. That's true. So you never know what they got. Yeah. But, uh, I think... And they're that... on a 19 turn clock to kill you. <laughs> I, I think that pretty much wraps up our, uh, budget deck of the week. So, uh, we gotta stop that. We gotta come up with a song or something for budget. Bu- bu- budget deck of the week. I'll be week. posting this on our blog, uh, the scoopphase.blogspot.com. Uh, the budget deck with the uh, show notes. Uh, if you wanna check it out, I do add links in there for the uh, you know, links to TCG player. So you, if you wanted to buy these cards. Like we said, there's four cards in here that are expensive. Uh, your Marsh Flats, if you do want to go that route. Damnation. Ghost Quarters, which is basically a wasteland, for $3. It's stupid. Uh, How much is Stronghold going for? Uh, Volrath Stronghold's about 12 15. Okay. 15 uh, Urborg's is about $15.20. Uh, Volrath and Urborg aren't necessary. You can just run swans. Yeah. You don't have to which, put those in there. But if they're just added. They're budget. misers. And they, they can affect the game very heavily. And... Uh, Damnation is fifteen dollars, like we said. Uh, Neverknows discs are like five. Frexian arenas are like three dollars. And then you get to the stuff that's not in this list, but mm, probably should, like Bob. Bob is sixteen twenty. Uh, obliterators are twenty. Obliterators are twenty. Tomb Stalker, in my opinion, is better than Obliterator, even though if like you, yeah, if you're running Bob, run like if someone bounces a tomb- a Tomb you're not getting that thing back out usually. Mm, depends on the that. day. Oh, that's, uh, that's why I'm run running Marsh Flux. To have stuff to uh More delve. stuff in the graveyard? Yeah, stuff to delve. Okay. That's um, the only reason I'm Malls go. are like a dollar. Nantuko Shades are like a dollar, two dollars. Gatekeepers are like three dollars right now because of. Nantuko Shade is not two dollars. It's up there. No, it's not. It's like 30 you cents. You want to lose another one? 99 cents. 34 cents on the low end. Okay, my bad. Cause uh, it was in the M11. Vampire Nighthawk is like two bucks. Gatekeepers are like three because of standard and vampires. Uh, I don't know about that. No. Uh, I think it's a dollar. It's, $1. it's $1. 15, a dollar fifteen on the low. It's about two dollars. They're an uncommon. I mean, um, uncommons have to get really good to be above two. Dark rituals are a dollar a pop. Hymns are like a dollar two. I don't think dark rituals are that much. They're like twenty cents. <sighs> I'm gonna disagree with you on everything. <laughs> Inquisitions, surprisingly, like six five five, six dollars. Another thing that might go in this deck, which just throwing us out there, probably a bad idea, but Mimic VAT and legacy. Mimic VAT puts too much you, you have to waste too much mana to make it work. Not really. And that's the yeah, yeah, you do. That's why it's not ran that's why you can't even run it in standard, which is a slower format. Like it, mimic Vat's pretty terrible. You can't run it in standard because there's so much artifact. On well, that's pretty terrible is what I keep trying to tell you. I don't think so. Like, too much has to happen. Well, I'm building this deck. I'm building it and on workstation tomorrow. I mean, uh, Moto. Moto is what I said. Yes, say. Watsy. We're playing it on Moto. We're playing it on Magic Online. They need to do something. I was reading an article. We're, we're, we're done with the budget deck. One last thing I want to do and about this. is the dual land. Rams. No, no. I was reading an article about Moto, and this is the exact fucking reason I don't play it. Why is Force Will a hundred fucking dollars on Moto? Because it's only been printed once. Why? Why know. can you not go to a Wizard store and pin 99 cents on every fucking card on there? It? It's a digital fucking card. There's no... Because everybody would be playing it then. Who gives a fuck more people would be playing?
1: They, they make a
0: dollar a ticket anyway. Why not? Like, what's the big fucking point? What what are they so like? Who's gonna up and quit Moto because their dual lands just went to ninety nine cents or their Jace's just went to ninety nine cents? Well, Who, like I would I would play the fucking shit out of Moto. Well, it's also it's an investment as well. And okay, why don't they just do that today in uh, paper magic? All the things that's not on because their they've made a promise with that, and this isn't digital no. right media. You don't even own the digital cards. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't own them. They're not going to just like, up. Oh, I'm taking away everything. They, they say that so that they, they can ban people. That's the only reason that rule is there. I understand that. But you can't get banned in real life. Like, yeah. it's not like Wizards comes knocking on the door. Hey, I want all your fucking magic cards. And guess what? You can't go to Walmart and buy them because you're banned. Yeah, it's called going to jail. How do you go to jail for that? Uh, No, like if you go to jail, pretty sure you can't go to Walmart and buy them. Be quiet. You be quiet. You're the one ranting. About I'm ranting, ranting about this. This is stupid. You, you, I want to play Moto. I don't feel like I should spend. I have a Goblin deck. I will mail you pictures of me and my Goblin deck, uh, Watsy. Stop i ranting. I'll, I'll, I'll mail you pictures, and you can just you know add the, all those cards to my account. So you're wanting to I be read. able to make money for free? Okay. You want to hear this? If if all cards minus lands, which should be free, uh, basic lands. Basic I mean, lands are uh, free. On on this minus that. If I had to pay $0.99 cents for a rare or a legacy staple on there, $0.50 cents for a whatever, what whatnot, I'm still going to be spending 65 75 $100 dollars on, on decks and ample stuff to put in the sideboard for it. No, I don't think you are. Yeah. It, all right, if they make that, there is literally zero reason for people to play Factor Magic. Why? Because why would you buy a Force of Will for 75 and on paper when you could just get online and bomb for a Because it's not the piece. same thing. It's and the their system thing. is out of date and shitty. They're working, And I know they're working on it, but I mean, goddamn, it's been 15 billion years. You don't years. even play Moto. Why are you running? Because I want to play Moto, And I have no outlet for you it. You have to invest in it. I'm not like investing in a game, game that could just instantly change to the not, system that I just said. Then you're not going to ever play it, because they'll never do that. I think... I, numbers are down in it, I think. No, they're, they're not. not the numbers are up in Moto. Yes, have you? They run PTQs on Moto. They max out on PTQs, which is like 128 players. Ooh, every imagine, day. Imagine, or like every week. of Imagine, days. like wow. I'm not gonna say wow numbers. Imagine like MMO numbers. Mm. Imagine that kind of numbers. Like I would pay a subscription fee to play Moto. I'd pay 15. $16 a month. If I could just go in there and build decks and play, and they would host viable tournaments where I could play against people. Mm. We'll see. And, and and somebody was arguing with me, well, oh, I know somebody that spends $100 a, a week on drafts on that. I'm like, okay, that's like 10 people that do that. Maybe 100, maybe 1,000. Could you imagine if you had 15, 20, 40,000 people playing $15 a month? <laughs> That would be ridiculous and also another reason that i never going to do that what happens when everybody gets what they need There's no they're one... still paying a subscription and they're not making any more money other than just subscriptions there doesn't matter subscriptions are ridiculous no they can't how does Wo- how does wow keep making money when someone gets all the gear they need for their character well, you can't buy gear for real money. <sighs> what I'm saying is, all right. My point is, stupid. Okay. it's fucking stupid. They don't want it to be like wow. Well, I don't care what they want it to be like. I want them to make it accessible for more people to play Magic. They don't care what we want or what you want. It's what a majority of people want. I guarantee I'm, like, I'm, I'm in the, in the majority. No. I get, Oh my God! If you could go home and build People, my mine for 60 dollars, seventy five dollars. If you could go home and buy, it would build, not be a fun thing. Yes, it would. Then you could just build anything for the same amount of money, and it takes out any kind of skill. How does it take out any kind of skill? It takes because everybody's given the same the same uh, cards, pretty much. Say, so, hey, everybody, you get all this stuff. Go at it. How do I mean? That doesn't affect like shooters. That doesn't affect. Any other are, games? We, need, we, we probably need to wrap this up. All We're right. getting in my head. We, right we, we need to go on a whole episode of this. No, I don't think so. I hate it. Then don't play. I hate all the alternatives you don't have to play Moto. It's you don't like the free I, versions, I, the, and you don't like the pay are versions. It's terrible, and the pay versions are too expensive. And it's too clunky. It's too terrible. I don't even care about like in-game graphics. I'm talking about like the trade system. Everything's just clunky and terrible. And the thing, as a is, new player, you sit in there and you play that, and you're terrified and you're miserable. Well, yeah, you build- building a deck a is like new- fucking billion takes for a billion years. Uh, well, you also don't use a mouse. I do use a mouse. I've never seen you use a mouse. What? It's upstairs. Then why aren't you using it? You're on a laptop. Because uh, I don't have to do much while we're talking. Anyway, big ups, big ups, town. Ta- I'm gonna give big ups to Moto. Just because that I'm made D day, day angry. I'm gonna me- give big ups to my fist going upward towards your chin. Don't don't do that. That might hurt. I'm gonna give big ups to my mother and big ups to Subway for their tasty avocado. You hear that? <laughs> Did you hear that, Subway? <laughs> yeah, I want a sponsor. <coughs> Subway. <laughs> <Eat French>. <laughs> Yum <laughs> wait, what? Uh that's Red Robin. <laughs> Uh, But uh, I'm going to give big ups to all my friends that's there for me. Uh, All of our listeners, big ups to y'all. Yeah. And uh, just let us know how we're doing, Uh, what you want to hear about. Give us some topics. Because uh, we're running out. Not really. No, we're not running eventually out. Eventually we will run out. So no, no. We it's want the, something to fall back no, on. No, we'll, we'll never run out of topics. Legacy is... I mean, well, we there's like wanna, 40, 50 viable decks that we can cover. we we don't want to have to r- run over the same shit with the same wheelbarrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I don't know what that has to do with a wheelbarrow, but I want to throw it up in there. We still have our contest going. Uh, if you get to a, if we if you help us get to 100 followers on Twitter, I will hold a contest, and I'm going to have something to retwe- for everybody to retweet. And out of all the people that retweet that, I will choose one person to random or randomly choose one person to get a uh, probably mint condition Badlands. Badlands or Plateau? (laughs) Badlands or Plateau for right now. Uh, Get us to 1,000 and I'll do one for an underground scene. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. 1,000 followers gets random giveaway. 10,000, I will drive your fucking home and give you a blowjob. That's what you're playing for, guys. Mm, 10,000? Or I'll cut your grass. Whichever one. I'm going to go ahead and make 9,999 Twitter accounts. And follow Phase now. You really want your dick sucked that bad? Eh. Uh, we're out, guys. Uh, next week we'll be having another budget deck. Well, what are we going to do next week? Do you know? It's going to be a toss-up. Are oh, we going to just have to wing it? No, it's going to be a toss-up. Red deck wins? It's going to be toss-up between Red Deck, Red wins. deck wins, Mono Green Hooses. Mono Green Hooses. Azure <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drake Deck wins. Azure tra- uh, Drake I- die Deck. Oh, you just spit all over me. As <laughs> your Drake, it's like four Azure your Drake, four Tarmogoyf. <laughs> go from there. Fifty-two tropical islands. We're done. Go, go, get will take it easy. All right, uh, good show. Pound it. Wow. Uh, word to your mother. <laughs>